0: And now, ladies and gentlemen, presenting your one-of-a-kind, local and live, daring and dashing morning show. Get ready to start your day off right. Absolutely no guarantees are made and all topics are subject to change. They love Central Oregon, give away awesome stuff sometimes, and they're ready to get this party started. Welcome to the Megan and Eric Show.
1: It's real. It's
0: been made real.
1: (laughs) Eric is my new co-host. I'm
0: here. Did anyone guess <laughs> it? No one guessed it, did they?
1: No one guessed it.
0: That's okay. Those are some pretty misleading facts we use.
1: Well, I couldn't agree more. And I'm so excited because we're going to dive into those facts about you, Eric. I love it. It was so much fun being able to kind of tease along. Jo- Eric joining me, he gave me some fun facts about himself as like a clue to who was going to be joining me. Right. They are very fun.
0: I tried to make them a little misleading because I've been, you know, I've been doing those Thursday mornings with you for a long time. Right. So I feel like... If people are listening, they may know kind of a lot about my trivia.
1: It's true, and you really threw us curveballs.
0: I, tr- I tried to. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Today's such an exciting day. It's been highly anticipated. Yes. Also, the fact that it's daylight savings time, so we lost that hour. How we you lost feeling? An hour. I'm feeling fine. <laughs> I'm. You know, it's, it's no fun. It's darker than ever it's outside. No fun, but I'm fine. <laughs> I know. I feel the same. You know. And then, of course, we're running around without a mask on. It's.
0: It feels like it it feels bizarre, but also it feels good. I agree. you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, over the weekend, it was strange. Did yeah. you go into a store feeling strange?
0: I kind of just forgot that. That the It was the 12th, right? I right. forgot that that was the day where it was completely lifted and I just out of habit was wearing my mask around. they was like, why is no one wearing masks? I was getting a little grumpy about it. Yeah. <laughs> and then I realized that I had just forgotten about the deadline and that I was the weird one.
1: Right. Yes. I found myself, you know, rushing into market of choice real quick with I don't know what kind of expression. <laughs> because I was I was on one track mind. Got to get out of there, grab my stuff and go. And I probably had, I don't know. I well, was chomping on something. That's
0: the thing. We don't know what's going on with the lower half of our faces anymore. No. Nope. Because we have resting mask face now. <laughs>
1: yes. Well, welcome, Eric.
0: Thank you. This <laughs> is so fun. I'm so excited to be here.
1: It's really great. You know, Thursdays have been fun. And now we just get to times that by that much more during the whole week. Now we get to just
0: annoy you five days a week. <laughs> Or I guess I should say I get to anoint you five days a week.
1: And vice versa. Yes. Hooray. It's a perfect scenario for us. Well, stick around. It's going to be a lot of fun as we're introducing Eric as the brand new co-host of The Morning Show. It's The Megan and Eric Show.
0: All the hits. The Megan and Eric Show.
1: Woohoo. Let's take a look at today's news beat. Hospice of Redmond and the Redmond Senior Center are renewing their partnership to host lunches for veterans at the Senior Center. The Redmond Band of Brothers flag flag line will kick off the first luncheon with a presentation of colors on Wednesday.
0: Uh, The Bend City Club is back in person now for the City Club forums available via live stream as well and online recordings. The next discussion takes place Thursday with city managers from around Central Oregon, including Bendle Pine. Prineville, Madras, Redmond, and Sisters. You can register for that online.
1: Taking a look at today's weather, looks like 60 degrees, mostly cloudy skies. It's daylight savings time, so it's extra dark this morning. Overnight lows tonight going to be in the upper 30s. Tomorrow even looks like some rain showers coming into the area. That'll be interesting. It's currently 38 degrees in Bend, 38 in Prineville, and 35 in Sisters. Today's weather is brought to you by Pine Tavern. Eric,
0: so, so good of them. Have you ever been? I, Of course I've been. I've been many, <laughs> many, many times as a longtime resident of Bend. Well,
1: turns out they are celebrating St. Patrick's Day, and the biggest of boys, Eric, you can enjoy some beer, traditional Irish foods, and of course, that incredible view at the Pine Tavern. That
0: sounds great to me, all of it.
1: For St. Patrick's Day. It's been so much fun being able to kind of tease the fact that I have a co-host coming in to join me. And the way that we were doing this was on social media and sharing some fun facts that Eric gave me. Now, you made a really good point that you've been in on Thursdays now for a long time for a
0: long time so you so, really kind
1: of had to reach for some of these fun facts
0: I wanted them to kind of mislead <laughs> you know and that's the other thing if you're not following 1077 the beat on Instagram you got to do it you do at it. 1077 the beat that's where all this fun stuff happened
1: exactly yes so we're going to dive into these fun facts uh, because I definitely need some explanation Eric these are really fun bring them on coming up next all the hits, 107.7 The Beat, Megan and Eric. Gosh, it sounds
0: good. Doesn't it? <laughs> doesn't it, though? The crowd's going wild.
1: Yeah, that studio audience they love this. really excited for yeah. your arrival. Okay, Eric, we were just talking about um, how you sent me some fun facts about you because I wanted to tease that I was having a new co-host come join me mm-hmm. and shared some of these fun facts on social media. And I did. I threw some of my closest friends for a loop Good. With these. So let's go ahead and uh, dive into these. First one... Um, You were once a D1 women's basketball player?
0: Yes, I was a, I I almost said professional, which was not the case. (laughs) I was a D1 women's scout slash practice team player for a full, well, it was two two full semesters actually in college after I stopped playing rugby.
1: Really? Yeah,
0: so I hurt my knee playing rugby. I did the whole rehab thing. That was my freshman slash sophomore year and then my junior slash senior year saddling junior and senior year, I was a, so what we would basically do is go and scout the teams that our team was going to play. It was in the D1 uh, Sunbelt division, which isn't a great division for basketball. I'll give you that oh, if oh. you're paying attention at home. <laughs> but it was D1, and so it was very exciting to be a D1 athlete. I was, however, D1's women women's athlete, uh, so we would kind of scout, and then we would play the offenses that the teams that they were going to play in the following week. We played that against them in <laughs> in, in practice, um, which was super fun.
1: <laughs> that is exciting. Okay, that's good because that really threw some of my friends for a loop. How about um, you did stand-up comedy for the first time in a cruise ship talent show at the age of what?
0: Yeah, I was very young. What did I actually say that age Nine. was? Nine. Nine. I had to ask my family members because I didn't know. I just knew I was very young.
1: Wow. Yeah,
0: so and I don't think my material was very good, but I think just the fact that I had the gumption to stand up there and imitate stand up was yes. all that people needed to see. It was a cruise. I mean, come on.
1: And that's where it all began.
0: That's where it all began. Maybe you could say it's where it all ended.
1: <laughs> no, you're still doing it. <laughs> no, Eric does a wonderful job in stand-up comedy. If you haven't seen his shows already, it's so great. Okay, how about this one? Almost lost your leg to a brown recluse spider bite.
0: That's true. Yeah. What so, happened? So we suspect that. So my it was my visiting my grandmother in Southern California. She lived in Calabasas, and she had an outdoor pool, which was so much fun. And I swam all day long in her pool. Every time I go visit her, it was really fun. But it was you know she was my grandmother. And while she's a very sweet lady, I don't think pool maintenance happened as frequently as it should. So she it it was a nice old pool and it had this kind of ornate ledge and there was like a perfect nesting area for spiders. (laughs) Oh, they love it. So I I, I mean, you see spiders in and out of the pool often. So I just kind of took it for granted at that point. You just kind of jump over the spider boundary and then you get out from the stairs rather than just climb out on the ledge. Yes. I was just take it for granted. I don't know that I ever knew I had a bite. But I woke up the next morning after a full day of swimming and my leg was just ballooned out with all these blue veins in my shin to my ankle and I couldn't walk. And I was like, um, parents, this isn't right. They took me to the emergency room. The emergency room explained that I had the brown recluse potentially brown recluse venom in my blood
1: oh my
0: and they gave me an antidote and they said if i had waited more than i think they said if i'd if waited like 40 minutes to an hour longer there was a chance they would have had to amputate a portion <gasps> of my leg what uh-huh
1: uh, crazy is, i'm never gonna swim in a pool crazy right ever again yeah well i'm glad that you walked right in here just fine
0: i got two legs right now <laughs>
1: Coming up next, Craigslist, misconnections. Eric, what'd you find
0: over there? Uh, mine's called a Home Depot with mom and sister.
1: Oh. oh, a little question mark in there. Yeah, <laughs> there is like, the question mark. We're in not it. quite sure if it was mom and sister. <laughs> yeah. or...
0: There's so many uncertainties.
1: Well, I'll be headed to Redmond um, going to Diego's. Have you ever been to Diego's in Redmond? No. Oh, it's a great spot. Okay. Downtown, delicious restaurant. I love it. Okay, cool. Well, romance is about to happen coming up next.
0: It's time for your Craigslist misconnections on 107.7 The Beat. All right, this first one—it's uh, called Home Depot, comma with mom and sister question mark. <laughs> so there's some punctuation in it, which you know that's a very classy move. Uh, so it says you were with mom and sister, parenthesis. She had a baby exclamation point parenthesis. <laughs> so I'm not sure if that means mom or sister had a baby. Uh. But this guy is shooting a shot wide.
1: Yeah, no kidding. Because he
0: goes, I believe mom and sis anyway. So he's acknowledging that he isn't sure. All three of you were cute, (laughs) but you stood out clearly. So again, this guy's hitting on basically all three of them at the same time. Sounds like it, yeah. I was having keys made. We passed each other several times. If your mom wasn't there, I would have said hello. Tell what aisle I pointed out for you or just contact me. Let's have a drink. Could barely not stare super cute. So I'm gathering that he pointed her in the direction of something she needed while she was in the store.
1: Maybe that's because right? that's what he was trying to say. Yeah, so tell in,
0: in her response, he was trying to say. So I know it's you. It's kind of the glass slipper, right? Right. That you you tell me what aisle I pointed you towards. And that will tell me that it was actually you.
1: So do we think this guy works there? <laughs> That's or... what it sounds
0: like. And also, why would someone fake you out on that? Why would someone pump fake you and be like, it wasn't me.
1: Uh, right, right. It
0: was the the electronics aisle. <laughs> why would someone do that? This guy's got all sorts of assumptions.
1: Uh, yeah, there's a lot going on here. But I hope he finds love. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I wonder what aisle he pointed her to. Maybe she was like, why are you talking to me? <laughs> Um, Okay, we're going to Diego's in Redmond. Fantastic restaurant right downtown. It's called Diego's Two Nights in a Row. Hey, Blue Eyes. I noticed you at the bar at Diego's Friday and Saturday night. I was there, too. Maybe you noticed me as well. I like the
0: old-fashioned... Hey, Blue Eyes.
1: (laughs) And I'm a little surprised because Diego's bar is not that big, if I remember. That if you were going to be someplace two nights in a row like the, both of you I, I'd imagine you probably would recognize Like, I mean
0: yeah or you either make your move or you like have seen them before somewhere else unless it's someone traveling someone just staying
1: right around the corner at that new hotel
0: yeah that's the hotel with the rooftop right yeah yeah, yeah. it could be it could that could be. have been I hope not though because I want this connection to be made
1: because these blue eyes they gotta be paired with somebody come over
0: here and buy me a drink blue eyes <laughs>
1: Even it's after eight. You guys, it's such a great morning. I have a co-host. It's a big deal. (laughs) It's a really big deal. This is a moment in history. It's not only daylight savings time and the day that we get to run around maskless, but I have a co-host and his name's Eric.
0: Someday someone is going to buy uh, the papers I spilled my coffee on for our first day notes.
1: (laughs) I know. I know. It's going
0: to go for a big bucks on eBay.
1: Eric talks with his hands very well.
0: And I'm so excited this morning. (laughs) The, The studio audience got me all hyped up. I just kind of swatted my coffee all over my first day notes.
1: And I even asked if you wanted me to reprint them. And you said,
0: no, because I think the stain gives it character.
1: Yeah, right. It really, really sets the tone for the rest of the day. It's an exciting Monday. And, uh, you know, we might as well continue the fun. Lots of fun topics coming up with Eric. All the hits, 107.7 The Beat, Megan and Eric. And today's Newsbeat.
0: We have the Core Community Land Trust holding a fundraiser to build its third village in Southwest Bend. Local singer-songwriter Alicia Viani will perform at the event on April 28th. All funds raised will go to the seven affordable, energy-efficient homes on Poplar Street.
1: Also, Bend Redmond Habitat for Humanity received a $5,000 grant from First Story Community Giving to help buy washers and dryers. The Quince... Quinstown Homes? Does that sound about right, Eric? That sounds right. All right. Uh, In Redmond, we'll provide affordable homes for 10 families. Then Redmond Habitat plans to welcome the families into their new homes later this year. Taking a look at the forecast.
0: It is mostly cloudy in the area today. Uh, It's going to be between 39 and 50 degrees. Uh, That's true, actually, in Redmond, as well as Prineville. Uh, No chance of rain today, but it looks like a little bit tomorrow. Right now, it's 39 degrees in Bend, 39 degrees in Redmond, and 38 degrees in Prineville.
1: Today's weather is brought to you by Cozy Cat Lodge. Brand new, quiet, comfortable boarding for cats only. Your cat can enjoy their own private space or the company of others in their Cozy Cat Lounge. Affordable and conveniently located between Bend and Redmond on Highway 97, mycozycatlodge.com. Meow. Thank goodness. Coming up next, I'm going to give you a question. I want you to think about it. Okay. Uh, would you, Eric, would you buy a house if you knew that the previous owners were murdered there?
0: Murdered. Uh. Uh, that Well, honestly, I'm torn on that. Oh, really? I'm torn.
1: Wow. Okay, great. I'm I mean- Natalie
0: and Brulia on that one.
1: <laughs> That's a funny joke. Okay. Coming up next. All the hits, 1077 The Beat. The question of the hour, Eric, is if you would buy a house if you knew that the previous owners were murdered there?
0: I'm like I said, I'm torn on this. Are
1: you really? I,
0: I, at first, in my head, I went, absolutely not, no way. Uh-huh. But like, what if you were moving to a place that you didn't like any place, like Bend, for example, and you couldn't afford a home and you couldn't find one either that was available in a place you wanted. And all of a sudden, in the neighborhood you wanted, with perfect location, nice size,
1: yeah,
0: fenced in yard, whatever it is you're looking for, house pops up. And you go and you're like, why is this available? Why is it so affordable? Why has it been on the market for 127 days? And you find out there was a murder there? I know. I mean, I'm thinking about it. It, Here's the thing. I want to know the details specifically.
1: You want to know, actually? I don't know if I'd want to know.
0: Here's why I want to (laughs) know. If the details of... I want to know as many details as possible. Right? Because if it's a... Like, if you find out that they were on the rocks for months and one was cheating on the other one, like, if there's a reason why there was a murder, (laughs) (laughs) then I'm going to live there. But if it's like, oh, well, he drank, he was, he drank a bunch of lemonade and came home and his head spun around three times and killed the whole family, then no way.
1: Okay, okay.
0: Right, because if there's something that's inexplicable about it, maybe I'm not going to buy the house. Does that make sense?
1: If there was like clear motive and the motive was a little reasonable. One was just mean to the
0: other one for years and years or whatever, and it's a spousal homicide thing, then okay, I'll go live there.
1: <laughs> yes, but if a ghost came in and and there was a terrible story. Yeah, there, he
0: was like, sp- someone was like spinning around the room, you know, suspended in midair, and then there was beams of light shooting out of them and it killed everyone, then no.
1: Okay, because obviously that thing could come back and haunt you.
0: That's the that's the notion.
1: right. Yes. Well, it kind of reminds me of that like Amityville horror story. Once upon a time, when I was running Cascade Lakes Relay, and it's one of those relays where you run overnight. So I had an overnight leg, a little spooky. which is fun to run at night, but it was terrifying. Yeah. I'm in the woods in the middle of nowhere. In fact, there wasn't the only people that were alongside the race to kind of help you, guide you were on horseback because we that's were in the middle. Super of
0: Super spooky.
1: Have you ever seen eyes horses eyes in the middle of the night? You they probably. Glint. Have.
0: They glint at you. yeah. Terrifying. And also they make loud noises when they're running up to you. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're
1: neighing. It's a whole thing. So here I am thinking that I want to listen to an Amityville horror podcast in the middle of nowhere. I realized very quick that's a bad idea. So it honestly helped me run faster. But I did get to learn that it it was a a true story. The Amityville horror story is based off of Mm -hmm. Robert DeFeo Jr. And he came in and he shot six of his family members. So then the house, of course... I'm sure somebody's living in it now. Somebody bought it after all this thing. Well, the
0: house was literally soaked in ghosts because you don't kill all six family. That's what I'm saying. I needed another details, right? There's no way that all of his family members deserved it.
1: (laughs) No, you're right. Yeah, the motive with Robert DeFeo Jr. just wasn't uh, clearly. The house
0: was soaked in ghosts.
1: (laughs) Well, it's exciting, Eric, because Brewfest this year is. Sooner than it has been in the past. It's now going to be in May versus in, I think it used to be in August. Yeah. And it's exciting because coming up next, we have a couple of fun things, don't we?
0: We do. We have a couple of giveaways, actually. So uh, we're pretty excited about that. So you're going to have to call in in order to win them.
1: Yeah. So get your phones out. Just a couple more songs. From Labyrinth and Zendaya, I'm tired. All the hits, 1077 The Beat. Speaking of, Eric, have you seen Euphoria? I have not yet. But me Everyone either. tells me
0: it's something not to miss.
1: I agree. I, I mean, I've seen like on TikTok them kind of making fun of these outfits in high school. Yeah, but yeah. other than that, I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> Would like to. They all
0: look super like adult, right? That really was, adult. I've seen those memes. Yeah, very yeah.
1: hip, yeah. you know, like way hipper than any. And ever. very
0: fashionable. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. Well, it's very exciting, Eric, to be announcing uh, that Ben Brewfest is coming back to the Old Mill District.
0: That's right. We're giving away a couple of packages, right? That's going to be including a mug and 10 tokens, which is kind of a big deal.
1: A really big deal gets you entered in for both days of Ben Brewfest.
0: Yeah, it's going to be more than 60 breweries, cider houses, and seltzer makers will be there.
1: It's very exciting, also that pull, pedal, paddle will be that exact same weekend. Yeah. So it's gonna be happening. It's
0: gonna be it's gonna be hopping, it's if you will. Hopping. If you won't, that's okay too, because that was pretty corny.
1: <laughs> it was pretty perfect. Uh, you can win these uh, tickets with us—a mug and ten tokens—before you can even buy them. Tickets are gonna go on sale. March 17th, that's this Thursday at 10 a.m. at BrenBrewFest.com. But without further ado, Eric, what do you say?
0: I say let's go to the phones.
1: Yeah, give us a call. Be caller number 7, 585-1077, 585-1077 to win a BrewFest package, which is a mug and 10 tokens. Dial it. We have a really big congratulations in order. Eric, take it away. I
0: mean, I I just think we need to say congratulations to Walter. He was the winner (laughs) of our Brewfest packages.
1: That's right. Walter got two mugs and 10 tokens to go to Brewfest. Brewfest is happening on, um, oh gosh, May 13th and 14th.
0: You got it. In the old mill.
1: It's at a very exciting weekend. Pull pedal paddles that weekend. Um, Also, if you did not get a chance to win today for this Brewfest package, don't worry. We're doing it again tomorrow. All
0: week, really, right? And that's before tickets are even on sale.
1: That's right. So an exclusive
0: deal. You got to listen here to get them. This is 1077 The Beat. Megan and Eric.
1: Today's Newsbeat. Let's take a look. OHA has launched Rise, the state's plan to move forward as the Omicron surge wanes. Now that the state's mask requirements ended, Rise, or Resilience in Support of Equity, outlines priorities to monitor COVID-19, shield people at highest risk, and strengthen public health Interventions.
0: And the Hospice of Redmond and the Redmond Senior Center are renewing their partnership to host lunches for veterans at the Senior Center. The Redmond Band of Brothers Flagline Kickoff will be the first luncheon with the presentation of colors on Wednesday, 316.
1: How's everybody doing? It's daylight savings time. A little tired this morning. Well, it's going to be cloudy. <laughs> it looks like we've got some rain in the forecast. Maybe some light showers expected this morning, but uh, for the majority of the day, it's just going to be mostly cloudy. Our sun is setting, however, at seven o'clock this evening.
0: Good. yeah, Good seeing, riddance.
1: Staying lighter later. <laughs> it looks like overnight lows tonight going to be in the upper 30s. Tomorrow might even see some more clouds and uh, we will see some more clouds, might see some more rain, mm-hmm. but only time will tell, Eric. Currently in Bend, it is 38 degrees, 39 in Prineville, and 36 in Sisters. Okay, I've got a funny question for you coming up next. I'll give you some time to think about it. Sound Bring okay? it on. Okay, question of the hour. Reincarnation is real, Eric, uh, but you can't be born as human again. Okay. What animal would you pick and why?
0: Oh, uh, I love it.
1: <laughs> coming up next.
0: That is Arizona Service with AM Romance. This is 1077 The Beat, Megan and Eric.
1: So wait, you have to tell me a little bit about Mr. Arizona. I
0: mean, Arizona Service is a great guy. Handsome Naked, my comedy music group, actually opened for him in Chicago uh, on a random show that some promoter that approached us pr- produced. And the show was weird, but we got to open for this guy before he... before Roxanne is like his biggest hit. Yeah. I'm sure everyone has made a TikTok with. And it was a little before that, so no one knew about him yet. Wow,
1: that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah,
0: it was super cool.
1: Fun stuff like that is always neat. Yeah. Where you're like, oh, look at him And go. now he's
0: on the top 40.
1: Totally. <laughs> and so are you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, the question of the hour is reincarnation is real, but Eric, you can't be born as human again. What animal do you pick and why?
0: Yeah, there's a clear answer here.
1: Oh, what is it?
0: I mean, here's the thing. And this is the same kind of, it's when people, like when you're a kid people ask what your favorite animal is, and it's a really hard question to answer. I feel like I really do know my answer. And and like, this is the same for this one. What animal would you be if you could come back as an animal? It would be a dog. Someone's pet. (laughs) I mean, they're so loved. They're so loving. They're so joyful yes. on a day-to-day basis it takes very little to make them happy uh-huh. you know what i mean if you if, a dog in a good home with an active people it's parrot and, and I, I would think for a long time i was like well i want to be something that can fly or i want something with a cool ability that, but if you're a dog you don't miss those things
1: yeah, that's really running
0: on the beach feels like flying to you. <laughs> you're just you know what i mean that's the life i would take it
1: it's not a bad one, and you guys just got back from the beach with your dogs.
0: Our dogs lived the absolute best life. All they did was chew bones, run on the beach, and sleep in front of the fire. And
1: they had the the best time.
0: The best time.
1: That's actually a really good answer. Wouldn't that be fun? What about you? Uh, well, I I first thought um, koala for some reason because I think they're like cute and fuzzy. Oh. But I really don't like <laughs> climbing trees, so that's I, that has to be out. I actually don't really like heights. I just thought how sweet. I want to be cute and sweet, um, and I want to be loved, and everybody go oh, and then. I thought cheetah because I'm not fast as a human and it would be really nice to just feel like to I be was fast, super lightning to be fast. the fastest, actually. Sure. Yeah. So that's where my so mind. So we're
0: either a cheetah or a koala. Yeah,
1: I just can't decide. <laughs> I
0: love that your range comes from like the Sahara.
1: I know. Something so not Pacific Northwest.
0: I like that. You know,
1: I got to switch it up a little, a little bit. more flavor. Yeah. <laughs> Megan and Eric, and as we're introducing Eric to the morning show, which is really exciting. I'm so excited.
0: Sorry, I just got so excited.
1: <laughs> it's been like this all morning long. Hey! Just, my face is hurting from how much I'm smiling. Me too. Uh, so I have some fun facts. If you didn't know already about Eric, um, he's been coming in on Thursdays, so you, there's a chance that you do. But Eric's actually from Bend.
0: Um, I grew up here. I am a native Central Oregonian. I don't know if you can say that. I'm, I'm not a native Central Oregonian. I grew up here. I don't know what the... <laughs> technical distinction is. Either way, I uh, grew up over by the landfill on Not and Bobcat Road. Wow. I went to High Desert Middle School, Bend High School. Love it here. And Jewel Elementary, if you're counting.
1: Oh, I mean, we are. Which coming up next, I want to hear all the details of how Bend has changed for you yeah. growing up. Mm-hmm. And uh, I also want to know if you run into some high school friends around here.
0: I totally do all the time.
1: Great. We'll chat more about it next all the hits 1077 the beat Megan and Eric okay Eric's from Bend I'm from here This is a really big deal
0: Yeah people people want to people want you can't write nasty notes and put them on my car I'm an, I'm I'm from around here
1: <laughs> Okay right. everyone calm down <laughs> So let's chat about elementary school you went to Jewel Elementary I went to
0: Jewel Elementary I had an incredible elementary school experience all the little kid things that are supposed to happen and make friends and you play wall ball and you play flag football and the scholastic book fair and the library. And I just loved it all. I had a great time.
1: Well, it's so crazy because my grandma at the time that you were probably going there was volunteering in the library. Which
0: is crazy to me. I
1: know. That's just so small town Oregon, isn't it?
0: It is. And I, like I said, I loved the library. Who doesn't? But like (laughs) I loved it from a very early age. And I would do uh, the before school volunteer for reading to help people with reading. And my mom would help with that, too. And that always took place in the library, so I have a very vivid memory of like where it was in the school and all the, the library ladies, for lack of a better term, I remember all of them. I, I don't know which one was your grandma, but
1: But there's she probably it, was one I'm of them. I'm sure
0: we knew I'm sure we knew each other. At that the
1: time. is so fun. Uh, could you have you been into jewel elementary school since I
0: have. Since? I have. You have? I have. It made my heart so happy. Uh, it was not this year but last year. Was uh-huh. visiting a family friend who worked in the office there, uh, not when I was there at school, but we were visiting and I was just like, can I walk around? Can we walk around real quick? (laughs) It made my heart so happy. I was in Seed Pod, They have different little houses at the time. I don't know how they do it anymore. Yeah. Uh, but like on the north north wing of the school and I just walked by them all classrooms and it was it was very
1: don't you feel huge huge too walking around? I feel
0: like a giant. Yeah. I could just step over walls and stuff. It was great.
1: The chairs are so small. But when you're in school, they seem big. They seemed big. Yeah. The whole
0: place seemed big and all the adults seemed so old and adult like and now I'm like, hmm, that's just a me walking. That's a me person. Right, right. A a a normal adult me. (laughs)
1: Yes. Now after Jewel Elementary, you went to
0: i went to high desert middle school also a pretty amazing experience I had a great time there as well i lived pretty close to high desert mm-hmm. um but it wasn't really conducive to like walking to school because it's a big kind of fast stretch of oh, highway yeah, so yeah, yeah. i would catch ride with friends and stuff but yeah i loved high desert did the whole basketball thing there and the track and field team and uh-huh. it was it was pretty new at the time high desert was a newer middle school at the time so all the facilities were brand new and wow. met a bunch of friends that i moved on forward with to high school
1: and then high school
0: High School Ben High.
1: Oh, nice. I don't
0: want to brag, but I was voted Mr. Ben Senior High School my senior year when Ooh. we did the senior pageant. <laughs> ah, if anyone out there is counting, <laughs> which you should be. The one time Mr. BSH sitting right here.
1: That is right. What can I say? I feel very fortunate to have you. You're you like know, royalty around here.
0: <laughs> I, don't, I definitely there's... don't think that's true. But we raised some money for charity.
1: Oh, good for you. Which is what it was for. Amazing. So then after, I mean, this is incredible. You've seen so much change in Central Oregon.
0: I have. I have. And I think the thing that makes me the saddest, although I just found out some good news, okay. is that uh, Pilot Butte Drive-In which was a staple going to Bend High oh, yeah. Pilot Butte Drive-In was a staple that was what you we would often go there before shoot around for basketball on game days that were on the weekend it was a staple and it was also the best breakfast in town and it's that's the thing that makes me the saddest oh, it's gone
1: it did it closed its doors it's
0: closed although I think like I said I, I just found out that they're turning it into a someone bought it and they're gonna revive it Oh, with kind of a nod to the old Pilot Butte Drive-In but it'll be a different concept it's gonna be I think pizza and poker and things of that nature but as long as it's the doors are
1: open. Yeah. I miss right. that place. I know. Well, that's a really sweet memory, I yeah. bet. Yeah. Now, the other question I have for you is, do you ever run into anybody you went to school with now that you're back? Because obviously you moved away, yeah. went to college, you're second city in Chicago. You came back after even being in New York. I mean, you hopped around and then you came back Definitely. with your lovely wife. Definitely. And so now I want to know if you run into people.
0: Well, I yeah, like you mentioned, I brought my lovely wife and she's so much fun that she has... She's brought a lot of fun people out of the woodwork. So I've met a lot of new people, but... I absolutely run into friends from high school. Uh, just the other day uh, at the Capitol was a comedy show opening for a comic named Daniel Van Kirk. Uh, the show went great. I was hosting the show. And then afterwards, a guy walked up to me with this giant bushy beard. And I looked at him for a second. And I found out that it was one of my best friends from high school, John Stewart. If you're oh. listening, John, <laughs> I love you, buddy. Oh, my God. And it, we had not really reconnected since I moved back. But it was just as if nothing had ever changed. And sure. we were saying hello and clapping each other on the back. I was like, well, this is... This is bent for you, isn't it? It is. So it was nice to reconnect with him for sure. But I see people all over the place that I went to high school with or middle school. Or...
1: That is so great. And now we're not wearing masks. So now you you're... can recognize
0: people. <laughs> <Yes>. Exactly.
1: <laughs> Coming up next, Eric's top headlines.
0: Today we have two very different and two very unexpected and very valuable <laughs> items that have appeared and will probably be auctioned off. Wow. Yeah. Both of them? Both of them rare and in different directions. You're going to like this.
1: And they're both going to be auctioned off.
0: I'm guessing one will for sure. And the other one's hard to tell.
1: Oh, okay. Mystery. Yeah. Coming up next.
0: He researches across the globe, near and far, discovering new stories you've never heard of. It's It's Eric's Eric's Top top headlines. Headlines. It's true. And they're The top of the headlines. (laughs) These are the most important stories that have happened in the last week, and that's not up for debate. No. The first one, uh, New England fishermen reel in a 1,200-year-old woolly mammoth tooth.
1: Oh, you're kidding. No,
0: 1,200-year-old. So they're looking, they're dredging up uh, scallops, and instead they pull up a piece of prehistoric uh, material record. So the Portsmouth-based crew, known as the New England Fishmongers. I mean, what a great name for a crew of fishermen! It
1: is really good. It sounds like a baseball team. Can you
0: just you can just claim being a fishmonger? I mean, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. So the 11-inch long, it's a big thing. 11-inch long tooth Holy was found off the coast of uh, Newburyport, Mass. Uh, the it. captain and co-owner said that the seven-pound item went to the uh, University of New Hampshire, where experts have identified it. Uh, they said that they decided to take it to auction on eBay. Really? So that was the detail that I, when I found this story, they hadn't they hadn't added that yet. Uh, the proceeds will go to the World Central Kitchen, a charity working to provide hot meals and re- to refugees of violence in Ukraine.
1: Wow. So
0: they are going to auction it off, but it's going to a good cause.
1: Really good cause. I was
0: kind of hoping that it wasn't just going to go to a, just be in a museum because while that, I want that to be... I'd rather it be something people can go and visit, but then be privately held and someone just like displaying it somewhere. But if you're going to sell it and give all the proceeds somewhere, great. I'm up for that.
1: Well, I'm kind of thinking maybe this is a stretch because I really don't know. Um, maybe they already have a wooly mammoth on display in a museum. And they are like, we don't need any more of those teeth. We
0: don't need this. We don't need any more teeth.
1: So you can go ahead and auction that puppy off. I wonder how much <laughs> They people- have a
0: box full of mammoth teeth.
1: Yeah. They're like, we already got a whole What, set. you mean
0: one of these? <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: No, we're cool. <laughs> you might get, what, 20, 30 bucks on eBay. Uh, we're good. We're good. I mean, okay. maybe they just turned their lips up at the mammoth tooth. I don't know. But here's the the next item is something that no one would turn up their lip to. In fact, probably most people would. Uh, <laughs> but I, this one was special to me because I had this card. I, I collected these. This was a Pokemon card. Do you remember? Oh, Pokemon yeah. The, for for During the era when I was collecting them, it was a long time ago, the Charizard holographic card was the one that was supposedly super expensive.
1: Ooh, exclusive. And, and
0: hard to get uh-huh. and worth, at the time, the Limited. Buzz... The buzz The Buzz figure was $100, was what it was worth, which was crazy. My parents could not comprehend it. (laughs) But I was like, I have one. This is a valuable card. I promise. Someday I'll sell it. My dad was like, sure. Uh Sure you will. So one of these first edition Charizard Pokemon cards sells for $336 thousand dollars you're kidding on ebay you are kidding our me. rare first edition pokemon card that has been expected to sell for two hundred thousand ended up fetching a bit of around three hundred thirty-six thousand in auction the other day heritage auction said the pokemon trading card game charizard number four first edition that's why it's so expensive the base oh. set trading card was from an english uh language run of pokemon cards obviously they had them in japanese as well okay but this one was an english one and there was only 121 of them in <gasps> circulation uh, and it was rated a perfect 10. So they had this card like inspected oh and rated. My. And it's like, once they do that, they seal it into plastic. So it's like, it's basically an NFT at that point.
1: Yeah, yeah seriously. A physical one. <laughs> yeah,
0: right. Um, do
1: you but, have this card?
0: So I have an, I have a non-first edition one. And funny enough, I just sold it and two others, the, the other two main what? character ones as, as a three pack. I probably sold them for too little, but I got $500 for all three of them
1: you're kidding me. So I
0: was like, I called my parents. I was like, I did sell them for at least $100. Okay. So enough with the crap. I I broke even on the Pokemon cards a decade later. Yeah. All the hits, 107.7 The Beat, Megan and Eric.
1: Yeah, it's Megan and Eric. Yeah. (laughs) Coming up next on your Daily Dose of Laughter, we have comedian Brian Kenny, and he loves Reese's Pieces.
0: It's a solid choice, honestly.
1: I mean, you really can't go wrong.
0: It's like... In m and but just just so much more enhanced to me.
1: Yeah, I would agree. And I think that I like the crunchy shell on the outside. It's a texture thing. It's totally a texture thing because sometimes you're not in the mood for a crunchy shell on the outside and you want the regular Reese's. Right. But yeah. they, go,
0: they go so well in ice. The Reese's pieces go so on ice cream. Whew. Do they ever? I mean, yeah.
1: I tell you what. It's your daily dose of laughter
2: on 1077 The Beat. a lot of dumb stuff. I'm an idiot. I found this one thing out. Two weeks ago, I found out I've been doing this one thing dumb my entire life. Two weeks ago, my buddy came into town from Southern California. Two of us were hanging out. We decided we want to go to CVS to get some snacks, as two chubby stoner guys do. So two of us were in CVS in the candy aisle. I grabbed this one bag of candy. I look at my friend. I say, hey, man, I think I'm going to get some Reese's Pieces. He's like, what'd you just say? I was like, I think I'm going to get some Reese's Pieces. I like them. He's like, are you having a stroke right now? What are you talking about? I was like, I think I'm okay. What are you talking about? He's like, they're not called Reese's Pieces. They're called Reese's Pieces. You know that, right? I was like, no. Absolutely not, no. I've been saying the phrase Reese's Pieces out loud in public a lot in my 28 years, and not one of you have corrected me, so no, Reese's Pieces. He's like, think about it, man. It's a guy named Reese, they're his pieces. (laughs) That blew my mind. That was your Daily Dose of Laughter on 1077 The Beat.
1: Today is a very special day for many reasons. Um, It being March 14th, it's Pi Day. Oh, really? Yeah, 3.14. Okay. (laughs) Yep, it's Pi Day. It's also the day that Eric joined the show.
0: So it's my day.
1: So it's Eric's day. And also the day that we're no longer wearing masks indoors.
0: Which you're welcome, everyone.
1: Yeah, Eric did that. And also it's a day to celebrate napping. Because we're all exhausted from You're daylight, kidding daylight savings. Me.
0: Is yeah. it literally, uh, or is it just because of the daylight
1: It says thing? National Napping Day.
0: Oh, man, what a great holiday.
1: I know, which, you know, it might be raining kind of today, mostly cloudy. It's
0: be kind of gray.
1: It's a really good day for a, a nap. It's
0: actually a perfect day for it.
1: How do you feel about napping?
0: Generally speaking, I have trouble with naps. Really? I'm a highly energetic fellow, and while I do get tired and need a nap, if I actually fall asleep during the day, and when I wake up, it's still light outside, even if it's dark, really... I, I'm usually like, you know that when you wake up in the middle of a sleep cycle and you're kind of groggy and you're yeah. a little grumpy and you're a little achy. I very rarely don't wake up from a nap like that. So I try not to nap. Uh,
1: yeah. My body just
0: goes, when do I get to fully sleep? Yeah. You know,
1: I'm not a good napper either. Usually if I take the time to take a nap, it's going to be a full on sleep and I don't need to sleep for three hours in the middle of the day. Right. It's going to mess me up.
0: That's a better. That's exactly how I feel about it. I can't just power nap. I don't. People who can take concise 15 minute naps are psychopaths.
1: Uh, They have to be. That's the only explanation.
0: That's not how brains work.
1: (laughs) Well, because Eric has now joined the morning show and it's so fun. It's so fun. uh, We have some uh, fun facts about Eric that we're just kind of covering throughout the morning. And um, this one fun fact is really neat. And I'm sure a lot of people have some serious questions about it. I know I sure do. Um, You recently auditioned for SNL.
0: I did. I got to audition for Saturday Night Live last year.
1: Now tell me everything about it. Like what's the process? Well,
0: so now I'll be, I'm going to, I'll be really honest. So I didn't do the in-person one. I did it the year that, so it was the first time there was a lockdown. So what they did was, if you remember Saturday night live did a couple, I think half a season where it was like shot digitally and remotely.
1: Because of the pandemic. Uh Yeah.
0: Before, before things had, they had sort of set up systems for people to shoot in person again, like very first lockdown. So I was still living in Chicago at the time. Uh, so eventually, like I said, the show did a bunch of shot-at-home-by-themselves sketches, and that was the show for a little while. And so I think to gear up for that, they asked for digital auditions. So I'm sure a lot of people got to audition for Saturday Night Live that year, that probably didn't get to do the live auditions before in their lives either. But it took it was a full audition. It took the form of uh, for it was kind of geared at digital creators, which was perfect for me because I have kind of a film and comedy background. Yeah. So it was you got to do three different original sketches. One of them had to be musical, uh, and one of them had to be topical or political in nature. Wow! Uh, so I got to do that all kind of the way I would do it, which is you know making comedy sketches at home basically by myself, editing them by myself. I had the aid of my lovely wife, who's a professional hair and makeup artist, who's <laughs> able for sure to help with some of these celebrity impressions that I did, which was kind of the piece I leaned on. Yes. Uh, but yeah, it was super fun. Like I said, I'm sure a lot more people than usual got to audition, but it was something I'm super proud that I was able to do at some point in my career, Absolutely. Uh, send an audition over there. So that was that was super fun. I was proud of that. So
1: tell me about the bits that you did then.
0: So I did a rap as uh, Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau.
1: Yeah, of course you did. I wanted to
0: showcase my comedy rap music skills as a member of Handsome Naked, the billboard charting comedy group that I'm also on. I'm really bragging about myself a lot today. You have
1: to. This the is your people, day, Eric. The people
0: at home can't see how big my head has gotten in the studio. The studio audience, there's no room for him anymore. Yeah,
1: yeah, your head's so big. Yeah,
0: right. Um, <laughs> and then I did a bunch of celebrity impressions, um, everyone from Steve Irwin to... Um, to um who else did gerard butler great and i did um oh gosh i'm having so much trouble remembering them off the top of my Ooh, that head head's
1: getting so big you just it's, can't remember them yeah, right yeah
0: uh Those and there's are good there was ones. a bunch of other ones uh, jim carrey fun bunch of other ones but yeah that was it was fun the pieces all went really well some of them are on my social media i didn't say what they were because i didn't want to brag uh
1: well that was very humble of you because I, I think have.
0: a lot of people probably got to do it but I was very proud of it.
1: Well, regardless of a lot of people got to do it, you still did. I did. And it sounds like it was really fun doing it.
0: It was fun. I didn't get the call, obviously, but it freed me up to do this show. So, uh, you know, it's probably (laughs) a better pickup for me.
1: I'm actually really glad they didn't call you. (laughs) (laughs) Eric just went to the coast. I did. Tell me about the whole trip.
0: I love the coast. Um, We went to Lincoln City. So I went to summer camp Uh, At Devil's Lake, which is right outside of Lincoln City for years and years and years. I haven't been to Lincoln City in a long time. Uh, We stayed just past Lincoln City in a place called Silas Bay. Wonderful. Um, It was really great. We had an Airbnb, brought both dogs, close to the beach, had a nice fire pit and a hot tub. It was like a full-blown relaxation week. It was great.
1: Sometimes you just need that. You need to go to the ocean. You need to stare at the waves. Yep. need to be reminded that your problem and you are very small compared to the world in that gosh darn big old ocean.
0: Yep. And there's absolutely no better remedy than seeing two dogs exhaust themselves with (laughs) excitement to the point where they both have to lay down in the water or in the sand. I mean, there's nothing better. Wow. So.
1: What, did you do some shopping in the outlet mall?
0: We didn't. We actually didn't hit the outlet mall because oh, that's like that area's biggest draw. Yeah. But we were, we were busy relaxing. We didn't have much time to do anything but walk on the beach and then sit at home. And, and we watched a bunch of Grey's Anatomy.
1: Oh, good for you. <laughs> and tell me about food. Did you eat anything great? Oh,
0: uh, we, ch- mm-hmm. we got some classic chowder bowls. We got some, we did a lot of cooking at home, actually, in a nice kitchen in the Airbnb.
1: That's so, so nice.
0: And then we found a couple great dive bars with some dive bar food and enjoyed it was beautiful weather, so we enjoyed some of the outdoor.
1: Was it really? The, it
0: was oddly enough, sunny and Beginning pretty of March? warm. Yeah. Bizarre. Wow. hmm
1: I well, we've had kind of a strange winter, really.
0: We've we, I think that's all we'll have anymore.
1: <laughs> you know, just a strange winter. <laughs> it's the new norm. Well, welcome back from the beach. I'm so glad you guys had a good time. We had a wonderful time. We're so excited. Uh, We want to give a congratulations to Walter. He won the Brewfest giveaway this morning. That's right, folks.
0: Give the man a round of applause. Studio audience is going nuts for him.
1: (laughs) (claps) Sounds like one person, but there's a lot.
0: No, there's a lot of them. Uh,
1: Yes, Brewfest is going to be at the Old Mill District May 13th and 14th. Tickets are going on sale this Thursday, but... Don't buy them yet. Win them with Eric and I. Just
0: listen all week and you can win them here. That's how that works.
1: And we even have like a grand prize giveaway on Friday where you get the Brewfest package, which includes a mug and 10 tokens, plus an overnight stay at Campfire Hotel. So cool.
0: That would actually be pretty solid. I'm not going to lie to you.
1: It's a beautiful hotel. Every time I drive by it at night, it's just glistening with orange lights. They did such a cool
0: job with the outdoor space.
1: Right? Yeah. Very impressive. So definitely tune in tomorrow for another chance to win Brewfest tickets. Flume and Maya helping us wrap up the first of many. Hooray! Of the Megan and Eric show. Oh, Eric, welcome to the morning.
0: I mean, this is pretty nice. It feels good. It feels like it fits just right.
1: I'm so glad to hear it. I couldn't agree more. It
0: fits just the right size.
1: And what also fits just the right size? Um, our Instagram. Yeah. Our Facebook. Yeah. If you've been following, you've known something was going to happen this morning.
0: Keep your eyes peeled there. It's at 107.7 The Beat on Instagram. And all this stuff is also on Facebook at 107.7 The Beat uh but yeah we're gonna post a lot of updates there we are gonna post a lot of fun content there yes. uh, fun clips from the show and also you uh links for you to listen to the podcast that we do as well
1: absolutely so if you uh, ever missed any part of the show the podcast is always going to be up in fun and interactive if you want to join in on the conversation you totally can
0: absolutely and that's up on spotify after the show
1: yes so eric how was your first day
0: Oh, well, I got to tell you, I got the first day jitters right out of the way. I spilled my coffee all over the notes that you made for me on the first day (laughs) timeline. And then once that was over, I was good. That was good. It's just like being at home.
1: It's, you know, it's like a rite of passage. Yeah. You got to make sure you got the coffee. You spill it on your notes. I mean, it's just like the way that it goes.
0: Basically, I needed to just, you know, I needed to break in my station.
1: It's it's really good. Um, So, yeah. Thanks, Eric. I guess this is it. And we got to send everybody on their merry way.
0: You know what, everybody? It's OK, because I'll be back tomorrow. That's
1: right. Tomorrow morning on the show.
0: Thanks for listening to the Megan and Eric Show podcast.
2: Catch the show live weekdays from 7 to noon on 107.7 The Beat.